the American Battlefield Trust seeks to preserve our nation's hallowed battlegrounds and educate the public about what happened there and why it matters today. They permanently protect these battlefields for future generations as a lasting and tangible memorial to the brave soldiers who fought in the American Revolution, the War of 1812, and the Civil War. You can help save battlefield land today by visiting battlefields.org. Shepherd University's George Tyler Moore Center for the Study of the Civil War and Department of History invite undergraduate students from across the country to come and spend a semester at their historic crossroads town of Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Their semester-long Civil War experience will immerse a select group of undergraduate students in collaborative learning, interpretive field experiences, digital humanities projects, public history programs, and a war and society approach to military history. For more information on this program, please log on to shepherd.edu slash Civil War Semester or contact the George Tyler Moore Center directly at 304-876-5429. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Tattoo Historian Show. My name is John. I am the Tattoo Historian, and I'm really happy to have my friend Avery Lentz on this week on the podcast. You know, Avery has been a friend of mine since grad school, and uh, he has been a great historian for a while. Some of you who may tune in to my Tattoo Historian Presents on the live stream, uh, you may have seen Avery a few months back. He talked about his uh, grandfather's experience during the Korean War. This week, I have Avery on because he started a new podcast, and I wanted to give his podcast a little shout-out and a little, uh, you know, I wanted to be able to kick it out there to you so you knew this thing was out there because I like to help out other young and up-and-coming historians. And so his newest podcast is called Battles and Banter. And uh, he's on there with, with two of his friends, and they go back and forth about different battles. In fact, they went and did three episodes earlier, and one episode was July 1st, 1863, Gettysburg. One was July 2nd, the second day of the battle, and one was July 3rd, the third day of the battle. And they basically had 30 or 40% of their program was digging into the weeds of the, of the historical narrative, and then the rest of the program was their interpretations and going back and forth about uh, the battle itself and uh, what the battle meant to uh, the people involved, etc. Really good thing to have a podcast like this because there's three young historians or younger historians, they're younger than I am, on there uh, talking about the historical narrative in different ways. Three different kinds of people with different personalities coming together to talk about history. I think it's a really cool thing because uh, someone listening could uh, connect with someone on that panel, so to speak, and understand things through their eyes. I really appreciate that, and I really think that it's going to be a great thing going forward. So I wanted to have Avery on because he has been a, a great friend of mine, and he has really helped out with uh, trying to get some of my stuff up off the ground, and he's been very supportive of what I've done. So this is my way of thanking him uh, and and 
plugging what he's doing just as he's helped me. And uh, I'm really appreciative of his friendship and I really want his podcast to succeed and I want his uh, career in history to succeed. So it was very important for me to do this. Uh, I'm so appreciative of all of you tuning in each week to this podcast because this one is my baby. This means so much to me and I really put it out there uh, each time I talk to you that I'm so happy that a lot of you have found this podcast and have found enjoyment out of it. I've been trying to bring across a new way of talking about the historical narrative with all kinds of different people and um, the the feedback and the outpouring of support from you all has been tremendous and I thank each and every one of you for tuning in week to week and listening to me and uh, my guests talk about all kinds of history, which is so very important. Uh, please remember to share this podcast with your friends who are into history. Please remember to su- subscribe to it, rate it on iTunes, uh, rate it wherever you can find it. Let people know how much you enjoy it. Uh, that would mean so much to me because word of mouth is the greatest marketing campaign out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would like to introduce you to my friend Avery Lentz talking about his new podcast called Battles and Banter. Hey, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Tattoo Historian Show. I'm really excited to have my friend Avery Lentz on here. Uh, Avery and I met back in in college. Uh, We've stayed friends ever since. I've pretty much paid him off to be my friend. Uh, But but Avery, it's good to have you on, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be on. Thank you for having me, John. You're very welcome. Uh, Avery Avery has done the one Tattoo Historian Presents, and now he's on the Tattoo Historian Show. So he's got two things under his belt. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy. A veteran, to... if you will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting the uh, the old notches up here. You know, you're, you're ticking off all the boxes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I wanted to bring uh, Avery on because he just started a, a new podcast uh, with two, two of our friends and uh, our mutual friends. And uh, I wanted to get him on here to be able to talk about the podcasting uh, realm of the history field alongside me, uh, you know, and, and let you all know that this is out here for you to take advantage of. So, Avery, if you don't mind, uh, why don't you give uh, everyone out there listening a little background on you, just in case they didn't remember you from the, the live thing we did to Gary Owen. Oh, no, not a problem. So, yes, once again, my name is Avery Lentz. I really got started in the history field uh, when I was an undergrad at Gettysburg College. I graduated with the class of 2014 with a Bachelor of the Arts in History. And my concentration was always 19th century U.S., more Civil War uh, oriented. Uh, But I also did a lot of military history there as well. Um, My capstone actually was on uh, Okinawan civilians and their perspectives during the World War II Battle of Okinawa. Um, And after that, I got right into, you know, trying to further my career. I started as an intern uh, with the National Park Service at Gettysburg during the 150th anniversary uh, in the summer of 2013. And with my foot in the door at the Park Service in general, I eventually became 
a GS4 park guide at Fredericksburg and Spotsylvania National Military Park, where I worked from the summers of 2015 to the summer of 2018. Um, and while I was working there, I went back to school to get my master's of the arts degree in applied history at Shippensburg University. And uh, when I was there, I really kind of got a bigger respect for what exactly the history field was going to uh, do for me, at least in how I was going to benefit from it, how I was going to contribute to it. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really cool. I, I found out how to interpret history through that program and also through uh, my time as a park ranger. It really, you know, bringing the why uh, instead of just the what to to the general audience and kind of mm -hmm. stepping outside the realm of, you know, the academic uh you know, the academic realm, I guess, of, of the history field, because I think that was what the focus was, especially when I was in college and everyone was asking me, well, what can you do with the history degree? What can you do? You know, how can you contribute to, you know, to that field if you're not going to teach or, you know, something like that. And I think once I got started as a park ranger and started interpreting historical sites and started to make history more approachable and more graspable for the average audience, it was, really an eye-opening experience. And so I think that's where I got a lot of inspiration to kind of jump into the field. Uh, I currently work at the National Museum of Civil War Medicine uh, in Frederick, Maryland, where I live. I've lived here for the last three years. So going from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania and moving to Frederick, Maryland, you know, not too far away, but it's, it's a whole different world down here. And what I found with Frederick is that it really is a central point for a lot of different sites in the area. I mean, you have Gettysburg to the north of us, you have Antietam to the west, you have Harper's Ferry uh, to the southwest, and then you have Monocacy right outside of town, which is the battle that saved Washington uh, in the summer of 1864. And then, of course, Washington, D.C. is to the south of us. I mean, we're just surrounded with history here. So uh, I think it was always my kind of love for the history field, love for military history and in general that really, you know, got me further in, in, in this career, at least to the point where I wanted to make something of my own. I wanted to branch out. So, you know, when I got the idea to podcast, uh, it really is a fresh idea. I mean, I really didn't even listen to podcasts till probably late December of 2017. I, it, and all this is because I got an iPhone. I was a Samsung guy forever. Right. <laughs> and, you know, the iTunes podcast was kind of one of those apps that was included with Apple. So I was like, oh, I got this iPhone. Well, this is one bonus. And so I started getting into podcasts and I really was, you know, in invested in it. And I felt, man, it'd be cool if I could do something like this too, but from like a history point of view. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just kept listening, but I was just like, yeah, I don't think I could do it myself. You know, I'm not really a great radio host and I'm, I'm not tech savvy at all. Like I am, <laughs> I have dinosaur skills when it comes to technology. Right. It, 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 I, people say that all the time about someone my age. They're like, oh, you should be good at like technology and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you'd be surprised. Like, <laughs> you know, I always was an old soul trapped in a young millennial body. Right. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, uh, I started seeing other people you know, branch out in the history field, do their own things. I have friends uh, that do blogs. In fact, one of my co-hosts, Cody Eshi, does his own blog, you know, Cody Writes. Mm. Um, and then, of course, you, Mr. Heckman, you got started with your own LLC and started doing your own podcast. And I think, you know, something in my mind was like, well, John's doing this, then, <laughs> yeah, let's, he's yeah. paving the way. He's, he's 
laying he's laying on the barbed wire if you will as we all jump over him if that more uh, if that if that moron can do it i can do it that's what you thought right no not at all. no that's not not what i'm trying to say no i, I think know. it was more you you were definitely i know you made a facebook post earlier today saying you're not an inspiration but you mm-hmm. truly are sir to me oh. in the way that you are paving the route so Thank uh you. i wanted to get i wanted to make my own footprints uh kind of like you did and mm-hmm. i decided hey uh, let's do a podcast <laughs> and that's where we're currently getting to in 2019. Do you think, um, since you, you've been self-deprecating when it comes to technology, uh, do you, <laughs> do you think that's why you wanted co-hosts on with you was because you felt like you weren't, um, uh, I shouldn't say up to the task, but do you know what I mean? Where you're like, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't feel right doing it just myself. I want to have like co-hosts who are there with me and we work off of each other. Uh, is that what you were seeing? Like it's a self-awareness thing where you're like, I can't do this and feel right about it without someone else coming along for the ride. Um, I don't necessarily think it was that I wasn't, I mean, let me put it to you this way. I think I could do a podcast on my own, but the the type of podcast that I wanted to do was one that I kind of got inspired when I was listening to it, uh, in 2018 uh, it should be noted that I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So uh-huh. a lot of the podcasts that I started out listening to uh, were Star Wars podcasts, but they were generally groups of people or more than one person. And, you know, it was just people, just friends who would get together and talk Star Wars, anything in the news. And honestly, it would be just hilarious banter that would go along with these conversations. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, man, it would be really cool if I could do that with history because most of my friends in this field, you being one of them, and when we get together, we talk shop and we talk history. It, it leads to some pretty entertaining conversations, especially to people who, you know, might want to tune in for the first time and say like, oh, you know, you guys talking history over there. It's like, yeah. Right. Uh, and, you know, or just be like, oh, my God, what a bunch of nerds. <laughs> you know? And and I think that that's what I wanted. So, you know, with my friends Cody and Tony, you know, we started out kind of in the same field, started out in Gettysburg and you know, when we get together and talk Civil War, at least at least in the terms of the Battle of Gettysburg, it was always a real fun conversation, and it would branch from there. And I think we're pretty diverse in our skill sets. I mean, uh, you know, Cody is more a political historian. Mm-hmm. Tony, the more social historian. I'm the more military-oriented historian. Uh, and kind of together, when one combined, you know, it makes right. a really good mixture. And I think that's what I wanted, so... I wanted to have more of a banter rather than just someone listening to me drone on because I, I don't know, maybe that's where I get into the more, I didn't feel like I was up to it. I don't, I think I could have done it. I just gauging what kind of audiences are out there. I wanted people to have a more relaxed feel when they tuned in and just be like, Oh, these guys are just talking shop. Let's see what they're talking about. You know? Mm -hmm. And is that how you came up with the name battles and banter? was because of that yes yeah (laughs) Yeah, i knew i wanted my podcast to be battle oriented i wanted it to be something that we could talk like that was you know battles 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 i mean that's why people would go to his civil war park or they you know come to the national museum civil medicine they want to talk about antietam they want to talk about minoxy you know and the triage system and incorporated with that Mm -hmm. uh but also, I mean, yeah, definitely the fact that once you get talking about a battle, the banter that goes with it, especially amongst the, you know, my park coworkers. I know last summer we did a couple demos on my new iPhone and we just recorded our conversations a couple nights. 
And, you know, it was really funny when I played it back and I was like, man, if this was a show, this would be, this would be perfect. Mm -hmm. So it is my goal down the road to have as many of them as I can on this podcast and get everybody together. And, you know, since I'm such a huge Star Wars nerd, the fact that, you know, we can even branch into fictional battles in that realm of possibility, I think would broaden our audience. It also kind of brings a more, you know, I think they, I think Hollywood and nonfiction play off each other in that kind of realm where you can tie in, you know, real life strategy and tactics to how something is playing out on screen. I mean, God, I know the most recent thing, the big Game of Thrones battle that you had. I don't know if you watched the show or not. I've, uh, never, I have, I've been... never seen one episode. I've never watched <laughs> one episode, so I'm not sucked into that. So go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I mean, it, there's, there, so I won't spoil anything right. if you do decide to watch it. But last right. week, there was this huge battle, uh, one of the biggest set pieces that the show has ever done. And uh, there are a lot of mistakes tactically, apparently. I'm not a medieval tactic historian at all, but apparently a lot of the medieval armchair tacticians out there uh, just tore that episode apart. So I'm like, mm. you know, this will be interesting if I ever do a Battles and Banter episode on said Battle of Winterfell. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, you know, that's, but I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to is that historians who watch shows like that or watch Star Wars movies like that, you know, we can't help but pick apart the battles and be like, oh, well, this is like such and such at Waterloo or such and such at Gettysburg or such and such at I Drain, you know, like it's like, you know, tying real life into nonfiction and seeing where maybe some of those influences would have been. And I think if you do that, you make you just made military history more approachable. So I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I can point out many inaccuracies in I don't know Saving Private Ryan or something like that, mm -hmm. but that starts the conversation on the real, you know, people that watch that movie for the first time are going to be like, man, I want to learn more about D-Day. So I think that's kind of where we were getting at with this podcast. We wanted to basically not just make history approachable, but uh, open some doors there for people to walk through. I, I, that's why I like it is that you guys make history approachable, but you also make historians approachable. And that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing, you know, because for years, some of us have seen, where it was kind of like a walled off kind of thing where it's like, Oh, you can't touch that person. They have a, a master's degree or you can't touch that person. They have a PhD. Don't bother emailing them. They won't answer you. There's been a, yeah, exactly. there's been a tremendous, uh, uh, wave against that. I would say in the last 10 years. And you guys have, have also, uh, taken that torch and started running with it, which I think is, is the right way to go. And that's just obviously my opinion, but uh, a tremendous way to go because it's going to open up more, uh, people, especially young people, to the field, and I think that's so so very important. But you guys uh, started out with with Gettysburg, right? With your with your podcast. Yeah. Yes, we did. And that was like you you did uh, an episode was like the first day, an episode the second day, an episode the third day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is a which is an interesting way to do it and a cool way to do it. But there's so much to cover. You have to do it that way. I would think. But, oh, uh, oh yeah. It's such a, it's such a heavy battle. And yeah. you know, for our first debut episodes, we, I, I mean, we made the decision that, you know, Gettysburg's a good one to start with because uh, most people, if they've heard of the civil war and if they like say name a battle in the civil war, mm -hmm. I mean, you would know what's the first battle that's probably going to come to their minds. It's going to oh, be yeah. Gettysburg. It's going to be, the most heavily visited battlefield park in the United States. Right. I mean, more we get, they have so many visitors there that, you know, people just stop off there 
and they don't even know what happened at Gettysburg, but hey, that's the thing to do. It's become such an aspect of American tradition when on vacation or seeing the picturesque of the American landscape is to mm-hmm. go to Gettysburg. So we're like, yeah, now if people can understand what happened there and if we can make that more approachable, then yeah, we're going to start here. And yeah, we need to break it down by day because, oh my gosh, it's such, I mean, it, it doesn't seem complicated to me personally now, mm-hmm. but I can tell you when I first started digging into it, it was just like, oh my God, right. <laughs> it is right. so much more expansive than you give it credit for. And most battles are like that. It's just, you know, if you just take it and, you know, pick it apart, you can make it really easy to understand as much. I mean, you don't have to be an academic historian or a veteran or a military tactician to understand these fights and what mm-hmm. was going on behind them. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or as some of you guys point out during the programming, uh, like you say, you don't have to be a tactician or anything like that. You, you're human. You've, you've gone through struggle of some kind and you, you have memories of something traumatic and whatever. That's, that's like some of these guys went through and you guys can connect that with your audience in, in that regard, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think probably the easiest way to do that is also bringing in the civilians. I know we did, we talked about civilians in our second episode and I talked more about um, medical triage in the third episode, but, you know, it's talking, you know, bringing in those aspects where it's not just, cause I think a deterrent for a lot of people, if they see that podcast, it might be, Oh, if this is just going to be, you know, the 16th Connecticut went here and the 20th Maine went here, you know, it's mm-hmm. that we try not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't just want to talk about the battles. We want to talk about the emotions. We want to talk about the human experience of a battle while also just telling you what happened. So, I mean, the focus is, like I would say 30 to 40% narrative in 60 to 70% analysis into the emotions, into the social political ramifications of that fight and how it affects the war and you know, how that war affects our memory. I know down the road, we're probably going to do an episode just on civil war memory and the battle that goes on within mm-hmm. civil war memory to this day. I mean, you're very familiar with it. And I think that's going to be a great episode to do down the road. Oh yeah. And, and you can, as you're already pointing out, you can take that term battle and put it into so many different contexts. You know, it doesn't have oh, to be yeah. actually like a like a battle of Antietam or a battle of uh, San Lo or whatever. It could be a battle within yeah. within a soldier or within a, a an old, you know a veteran or something like that. It can still be a yeah. battle. Um, and I think that's really important that uh, I found that too many uh, people like us who do podcasts sometimes get tunneled. You know, they get into this one thing yeah. and then that's it. That's all we're going to concentrate on. And it gets kind of uh, dry after a while. Uh, but yeah. but you guys uh, aren't starting out like that, obviously. And a lot of other friends of mine aren't starting out like that. Um, it was kind of the old way of doing podcasting, you know, where it was droning for two hours <laughs> on one thing. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you guys have, though, this roundtable kind of discussion because you're absolutely right where we'll sit and we'll talk for two or three hours about something. And it's like, damn, I wish I recorded that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I like especially you. That's why I like you guys doing that. Yeah. Especially if there's like humor involved in it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we like to joke around a lot and we, it's just, you know, most people get around, they, they, they sit around they talk shop over sports or something. And it's like to be able to do that with like military history and civil war history. It's, it's just, I don't know. And, like you said before, and I really want, I, I'm glad, I want to thank you for 
pointing out that, yeah, I'm, I'm an approachable guy. I mean, I will be the first to tell you, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not professional, <laughs> but I will say I'm very laid back. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'd be the kind of historian to wear a tie with a t-shirt or something like that. <laughs> you know, one of those right. unorthodox, you know, right. unprofessional guys. But I mean, I want to be laid back. I want you. Yeah. I want to be able to make myself approachable. I don't want to be someone who's perceived as snooty or the know-it-all or someone who would mansplain something. Oh God forbid. I don't want to mm -hmm. do that. I mm -hmm. want to be somebody who you can sit down and talk to and you can ask me anything and I'll do my best to relate that to your life. You know, one of the big things we always were taught at the park is, you know, what we're trying to reach our audiences. Uh, the big question we want them to ask is why should I care? Why should I care about this personally? How mm -hmm. does this one soldier or this one general making a decision 150 years ago affect my life today? And why the hell should I care? Mm -hmm. um, and if we can get people to ask that question, then we can answer it and we can try to weave those threads in there to those people to make it seem like, yeah, you know, you might not, like you even had an answer to that fought in any of these battles. You may not have a stake in it, but you, you truly do. I mean, our lives as humans, as our world has been shaped in the last 20, you know, 20 decades or so, it's really, it's important. It, it is all important. I think if you can make some, like just one aspect of it important, if one aspect of it interesting, then people will start to care more. And, Hopefully it's cause and effect, you know, if people right. care about battles, then maybe they'll care to preserve them. You know, it'll mm -hmm. leak into preservation efforts and whatnot. What is, uh, what would you say you guys put in, uh, outside of recording? Like how many, how much preparation do you guys do? Because some people don't realize that, <coughs> you know, there's some pot when you podcast, there's preparation involved with that and getting your ducks in a row, so to speak, using that term. Uh, you know, do yeah. you, you guys, uh, have, you know, uh, a couple hours where you go over things, shoot some emails back and forth with each other and then start recording or what is your kind of week to week on that? So generally between episodes, I mean, we all pretty, we're pretty versed in Gettysburg, but we are by no means experts. We are not licensed battlefield guide material at all. So we have to read, we have to catch up on uh, you know, do a little bit of research. And what I've done and you in the podcast episodes, uh, we break it up, you know, we'll take one aspect of the battlefield and we'll talk about it. So like, for example, uh, with our July 3rd episode, you know, Tony talked about the cavalry actions about his cavalry field. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody, he talked about Culp still in the morning and then I did Pickett's charge and then I had them weigh in as well. Uh, but we narrowed our focuses down, so we weren't just like you know overwhelmed with the research that would go into it. But yeah, we're you know we don't want to make it seem like we're super duper experts in everything. We do our research and then we get on it. And um, I will make outlines to try to keep us you know on point in terms of how we're going to be doing uh, the episode. We have talking points, we have bullet points, so we don't get off track. Mm -hmm. um, and so each episode does have a have an outline it has a skeleton it has uh, a form that we have to stick to um because you know as you know it'd probably be very easy to get off topic and just go down the rabbit hole but you know it's uh it's worked very well in the last three episodes so far um and you know it's all about having that chemistry with one another i think me tony cody uh we do have a really good chemistry when it comes to discussing this together uh, you know and i think we're all getting kind of the personalities already 
Uh, you know, Cody's very, you know, very defined in his narrative. He's very, you know, uh, professional and he knows so much. And then you have Tony, who's also just as knowledgeable, uh, you know, kind of doing the background banter, you know, every now and then. And then there's me who's just clowning. But, you know, I, I'm the clowning host. You know, I'm the host that's got to, you know, have to bring in that, you know, kind of personality there. And I think we all balance off each other really well. So, um, I mean, yeah, we do prep and we do just kind of go in. But at the end of the day, it's not like we're putting on an actual TV show or anything. It mm -hmm. is going to be a conversation between friends at the end of the day. We just want it to be a factual conversation, a factual, humorous conversation for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I think since you guys are, are three different types and maybe your own subtle ways of, of historians mm -hmm. or your role on the podcast is slightly different. I think that really helps you guys connect with other people because maybe someone's more connected with, with Cody, you know, and his style, yeah. or maybe someone's more connected with you or Tony or whomever, uh, because you have different styles working together as one instead of just being a, a panel of, of guys just droning on and sounding exactly the same. You know, you guys have, have different ways of bringing information across and different personalities. And I, that's really a, a cool thing to think about because you guys could be connecting with multiple types of audiences at the same time. Yeah, I mean, if we got people who are like Team Cody, Team Tony, that's even better. <laughs> right? Yeah, you need you need like, like shirts made up like that, like you know. Oh without, my god, that that is a great idea, and I, that's yeah. yeah, I will be doing merch down the road for yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to get my footprint in the door and make you know see how people would react to the podcast, and I mean, we've had pretty good reception so far. Um, so yeah, I mean, here's to hoping more people. You know, give us a listen. Yeah, what are what are the you have any ideas for future podcasts? Like what battles you're going to uh I know you don't want to give it all away. So, but but like, you know, uh, some teasers <laughs> for uh teasers for future ones you you might be talking about. So coming this summer, uh to kick it off, uh as you know, this is the seventy fifth anniversary of the D Day invasion, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be doing our next big battle episode will be D-Day itself. We are going to be analyzing the airborne drops and the beach attacks uh, that the Allied forces made against Nazi Germany mm -hmm. or Nazi-occupied Normandy. And mm -hmm. uh, we're not really going to branch too far into the fight for Normandy. I mean, we could totally do a battle of St. Lo down the road, which would be awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we're just going to stick to Normandy the day of and really kind of say, all right, well, you know, a big understanding of D-Day has been, yeah, this was a day where the Allies had a successful landing and, you know, it was the beginning of the end of the German uh, military forces in France and everything. But, you know, for more of what we've read, especially me personally, uh, it did not seem that way the day of, you know, D-Day ends and it's still very much up in the air for the Allies. Uh, British, American and Canadian forces, you know, are landing on those beaches or landing, uh, you know, in Normandy, the paratroopers are scattered all over the place. The Germans are reacting in pockets all over the place. It's a very confusing, disorganized, chaotic day. Uh, so we're going to be taking that day and we're going to be picking out the successes, uh, the disappointments, uh, and what is left to be done and how pivotal that day is. Um, you know, is it a turning point and how is it? Um, I think that's going to be a good episode to do especially since uh i'm i'm a world war ii buff i wouldn't call myself a 
an expert World War II historian yet. I, I mean, it's definitely another realm of uh, study for me besides the Civil War. I love World War II. Um, so that's coming up, and that'll be hopefully in June, uh, the start of June, right on the cusp of the anniversary. Already teased we're going to be doing um, kind of a battle memory of the Civil War uh, episode down the way. Mm-hmm. I do want to, uh, <laughs> and this is just kind of, you know, to promote our other style battle ta- uh, talks that we'll be doing. Uh, for our first fictional battle, I will be hosting, hopefully my other friends as guests, uh, we're going to be talking the Battle of Hogwarts for all you mm-hmm. Harry Potter nuts out there. There you go. Um, and, and then after that, um, we're going to be doing some Star Wars battles because uh, in December, I'm going to quickly nerd out on you here, John. I apologize. <laughs> uh, December is Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. It is known as the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. So leading up to that, I want a couple of our episode specials to be about the Star Wars battles and all the films. Uh, so I know you had nice. uh, uh, the other day, I know you had the other day on your Instagram said you really like the the Battle of Scarif from Rogue One. So right. um, I would love to have you on the podcast to talk about it. I know Liz would totally be on on board with that too. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love tragedies. And that, that Rogue, yeah. Rogue One just was the thing that appealed to me because that was that was a tragedy. So I like the fact that you are going you are going outside of the history field too to talk about battles, you know, and and, and yeah. stuff like that because uh, you can latch on to the popular culture narrative at that time uh, and start running with that because yeah, you're gonna pick up on the 75th of uh, Normandy and that's astronomically important uh, and and yeah. and all that. But when we get to December, you're going to be thinking a little outside the box, which is so very important, uh, and and taking that and running with with the Star Wars stuff, uh, with with the certain battles and such. And I think that's really going to be a a, a core appeal for you all, um, because I can't talk about the Battle of Hogwarts. That's not my that's not my uh, that's <laughs> yeah. not my that's not my I lane. Mean... You know what I mean? This 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 <laughs> is uh, this is strictly uh, you know. Uh, uh, the real history podcast kind of thing going on here. <laughs> totally but, understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not knocking it at all. Uh, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, that's not my lane and, and I'm glad it's not, uh, because I just, I wouldn't be able to keep up with it all. Uh, but I know that's yeah. your lane, uh, in that way, that's your little side gig. And I think that's fantastic that you can utilize that as well within your, your, um, basically within that genre of battles, you know, and, and just go forward with that and, and attack that in a new way and connect it with popular culture. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I by no means am an expert on Harry Potter stuff. That's really not my franchise, but and all my other historian friends are too. And they're, you know, they want to, it's really great to see how you can tie reality to fantasy like that. Um, mm-hmm. And George Lucas, I mean, he used a lot of historical events as influence for star wars i mean it's been he was even quoted in an interview by saying uh richard nixon was supposed to be emperor palpatine and Mm -hmm. like you know the empire was kind of the more corrupt side of the united states Mm -hmm. Uh, you know at the time it was really interesting how the history and some like military history especially influences a lot of these major franchises like star wars or uh you know some medieval battles influence Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's a lot of real life influences that go into pop culture. Right. Uh, it's all connected. You know, history does that in really great ways. It connects everything. 
Um, and I think that's, that's kind of where I wanted to reach everything like that. But yeah, I, I totally understand that that's not, <laughs> not your real health, but I, you know, I think it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Have you on to do that. Oh yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll do it on your program with you. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah, that's, that's, that's way outside of my, my norm on, on this one. Uh, but I'll definitely come on and, and talk about, uh, you know, rogue one with you and all that stuff. That's fine with me. Oh yeah. Co- Cody and Tony, even they're like, yeah, we may not be there for all those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fine, I'll do this myself. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to be fun. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just, it's fun. It's, we right. want to have fun with history. We want to have fun with military tactics and uh, analyzing and stuff like that. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, that was always the purpose of this. Mm-hmm. And if things are fun, they're definitely approachable. Right. Right. And that's what it will make. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that will make a podcast successful uh, is that you guys truly authentically are having fun with it and are enjoying it. Um, you know, and the other is obviously having good audio. And other than that, those, those two pieces of the equation fall into place. And, and I don't see how, uh, it isn't, you know, working in, in some aspect, even if, uh, the audience seems small at first, there's still a connection there because you guys are authentically having fun doing it. And that really brings a lot of people in, into it because for far too long the history field has been seen as dry and uh yeah, you know until we get into a pub and then all of a sudden people get a drink <laughs> in them and now you know everyone's armchair historian and we're we're going at it um and that's what that's what i wanted for the tattoo historian presents uh the live stuff that i do there and you guys are putting that into a podcast format um on your own style which i think is is fantastic and that's why i wanted to give you guys a large shout out here on the podcast because i really believe in what you guys are doing i think it's awesome and it's a good way of doing it where you guys are getting together and uh at least electronically getting together and uh you know uh discussing this with three different ways of coming at one thing and with three different styles and i think that's just a great thing for you all to be able to do to brand that uh, with, with battles and banner. Yeah. Thank you, John. I mean, it really does mean a lot. I, I, it, we are really just happy to be contributing more to that field. And I'm glad to, I mean, I didn't think three months ago that this would even be a reality yet. I had told people, you know, we might not even record our first episode till June. I mean, in May just started and we already have three, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and you got, we have followers. It's, it's small, but it's, it's starting out. And yeah, my audio, I, it's, it's not perfect. I still have a lot to work on, but you know, it's a new trade. It's a new mm-hmm. skill that I'm learning. And I mean, foot's through the door. It, it, mm-hmm. it feels, it is a huge accomplishment really to feel like you've contributed to the historical content out there that's taking on a new form. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's just been an amazing ride so far. And, to know that we're just getting started is even better just to see where this is going to go. And I can say I'm truly excited and truly ready for whatever happens next. That's great. That's, that's all that matters, my friend. And, and, uh, I wish you all the best with the podcast and, uh, and I know you want to have me on there to, to be a part of the banner <laughs> from time to time. So, uh, I, Some banter. Yeah. yeah. Fiction and nonfiction. Right. So, yeah, definitely. Don't feel like you're limited to just having you on Star Wars conversation. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. I want some some John Hickman tattooed historian banter for the real stuff as well, especially well, World War One stuff. Because you and I mean, your focus 
on World War One, World War Two, uh, really will be very welcome on this show. Well, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that, my friend. <laughs> But hey, Avery, no I, I appreciate you taking time out of your evening to speak with me and uh, be on the podcast. And I know that a lot of people now are going to uh, want to slide over and check out Battles and Banter. Where can they find that? Can they find that on iTunes and Spotify? Yep, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Mm. Uh, if you want to follow us on other social media platforms, we are on Instagram and Facebook. I will begrudgingly probably get a Twitter soon. <laughs> uh, but for now, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to contact me, if you want us to maybe discuss a battle that we uh, might do down the road, or you know, if you want us to maybe make some critiques, if you have any comments, suggestions, constructive criticism, all that good junk, uh, you can notify or send that to me at millennialhistorian at gmail.com. Uh, it's millennial with one N because, by God, I made a one spelling error on Gmail when I formed the dang thing, and they won't let me fix it. So <laughs> they want me to live with my error. So it is millennial with one N, historian at gmail.com. Um, and yes, I, I could just I could lie and say that I did it to be cool and different, but no, I, I misspelled, and I am a loser. There you go. <laughs> there's, there's the authenticity coming through right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go everyone much, I, yeah. guys and gals I want you to go over check out their podcast and really uh, get ready for some interesting uh, battles to come up because uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing the fictional ones as well as the non-fictional ones and uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to being on there and nerding out with, with some of my friends so Avery once again my friend thank you for being on the podcast thank you for having me good sir you're absolutely welcome. And thank you all for listening. Please uh, remember to uh, subscribe to the podcast, share it, rate it. Uh, let me know how you like it. And tune in next week for more historical goodness. Take care. <laughs>